Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Snap and Chance. On today's episode, we are doing our first annual wrestling mid-year review. We're going to talk about everything from best male wrestler to female wrestler, tag teams, everything in between. So strap in and enjoy the show. And most importantly, thank you for letting us into your year. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Samp and Chats. I am your host, Bobby Sampson, joined with my man, with the master plan in the Roger Federer hat, which is very sharp, Mr. Chance Michaels. Chance, how are you, buddy, man? Happy Canada Day and happy 4th of July. I'm doing pretty well. How about yourself? Can't complain, man. Muggy and hot, but you know what? I'm not going to complain. I mean, this is what we wanted, and uh, now we're having it, man. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Me too. Um, So, yeah, let's get right into it, man. I am excited. Uh, We thought about this a couple weeks ago, and I thought, you know, we thought this would be a really cool idea to do. So, let's get right into it. Snap and Chance's first annual wrestling mid-year in review. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, the first six months have been really cool, man. I, I gotta be honest, That's man. Been. As a as a wrestling fan, I've been happy. I don't know how yourself. What would you take away for the last six months? I think it's been pretty solid. Yeah? We've had a lot of surprises and changes, some big things. So yeah, overall pretty good. Awesome, awesome. So let's get right into it. Let's go into the first category: best male wrestler of the first six months. Um, I. You want to go first or should I go first? You can start it off. We'll take turns. All right. All right. So I went with Seth Rollins as my choice as male wrestler of the year. Reason I pick Seth is very simple. He overcame a lot coming, you know, I'm I'm looking at the body of work from say last uh, summer onwards and, you know, just, just overcoming a lot, you know, losing three times to Cody to get him over, Uh, you know, kind of in limbo during the summertime. You know, not really sure where he was going up and down, having matches canceled. You know, the Riddle match got canceled at SummerSlam. Um, You know, just constantly working at it, grinding, character development. The guy's done it all. And to cap it off, to win the World Heavyweight title. I mean, right now, in my opinion, I think he's the best pound-for-pound wrestler in the world. I agree with you. I think he's the best pound-for-pound. I don't. He's not my male wrestler of the year, but Mm -hmm. he's the best pound-for-pound overall. Totally agree. Who do you got? I have to give it to Roman Reigns. Just okay. because he held the belt for so long, he's headlining WrestleMania, and the storyline he was involved with, the bloodline, was really good. Probably the best storyline so far. Roman Reigns is my male wrestler of the year. Yeah, so and, I, and, I, and those, the, either choice would work for yeah. me. Um, you know, the reason I thought of Roman initially, just to be fair, but you know what? Mm-hmm. I, I went in the direction of Seth only for the fact that I think he had to work harder. Everything was kind of laid out for Roman. Yeah. Um, I think everyone around Roman made Roman look better to be fair that that was just my takeaway from it but yep. either way you can't go wrong all right best female wrestler of the first half you go first well i hate to give it to her because i'm not the hugest fan of her but i gotta call a ball a ball and a strike a strike Rhea ripley i mean what she done in the judgment day she's the champion she's had some great matches her character's development is getting really good she's helping dominic develop as she goes how to give it to, to Rhea. Yeah, I, yep. I same here. I, I gave it to Rhea yeah. Ripley. Uh, reasons I gave it to her were that she has steadily grown as a character, as a performer. Mm-hmm. Um, and the icing on that cake for me was the match with Charlotte at WrestleMania. That was great. She won the title. Um, you know, like 
night one, there's a lot of arguments, but I still stand by saying that was the best match on the night for that night in terms of just what they put themselves through. And, you know, yeah, they, they worked so hard. Uh, she's the glue that holds the Judgment Day together. And yeah, you're right. You know, if you yep. think about it, her working with Dom, you've seen him improve leaps and bounds just, just working with her. So she's doing all the right things and what have you. But uh, yeah, no, we're, we're both on agreement there. Yep. All right, let's move on. Best tag teams, male and female. Well, let's start with the males. I'll go first this time. Sure. I went with Owens and, and Zane only because of the storyline, the arc, everything that went into yeah. it. The turn, the buildup of Montreal in February, right up to the, you know, just all of it. Extreme, you know, Elimination Chamber, the whole nine yards, everything accumulating to them winning the tag team titles. And you know what? I'll be honest, up until June, they've done a great job holding those titles. They haven't been boring. They've been fun. Uh, Their storyline's been kind of good. I like how they've been able to kind of separate themselves from that bloodline story and and kind of branch off. So, you know, for me, I would say my male tag team of the year goes to Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I would have said Street Profits, but they're just not active enough. I think they're the most talented team, but they're not active enough. And they're not in the big storylines. For all those reasons, I'm in agreement with you. Owens and Zayn. For the bloodline story, I was there in Montreal, the pop, the heat. Now coming out of that story, they're still on top, so you have to give it to them. Yeah, no, 100%. Hands down. And keep in mind, guys and girls, we looked at Impact, we looked at AEW, we looked at New Japan, we looked at all the promotions that are out there. To be honest, I mean, this is just the way it kind of worked out. Take nothing away. There's some AEW coming up. I got a few AEW. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I'm, I'm pretty pretty sure I know which one it's going (laughs) to be. Um, Okay, so best female tag team. I have to go with Liz and Raquel Rodriguez. Live, sorry, and Raquel Rodriguez so far. I just think they got the good chemistry. I think they're the best cohesive team that's been. What do you think? Yeah, you know what? Um, this one was hard because I mean, there's, I mean, this is the problem in the women's tag division because they kind of just mix and match all yeah. the teams. Mo- right? so mo- it's hard to pick. Most of these teams are yeah. kind of put together at the last minute, right? But now in the second half of the year, you are seeing more unified teams. Yeah. Um, you know, Sonia Deville and, and Chelsea Green are more unified. Were. Well, were and um well, we can talk about that later as, as we close yeah. out here. But uh in terms of girls, yeah, I'd have to probably agree with you. It would have to be those two guys. I was thinking, you know, Chance and Caden, but they just kind of showed up and yeah. they haven't really made their mark yet. But yeah, Raquel Rodriguez and, and Liv, Liv. Liv Morgan. Probably uh, they had a, they started a good run. Live God injured, injured, but they were able to kind of still keep that momentum, even though Raquel was kind of holding it herself. Yeah, uh, I love the concept of the you know the big and powerful and the small you know kind of a kind of an interesting dynamic. They got yeah. the title, so let's see what they do now. And uh, yeah, let's see, let's see where they yeah. play this out. Um, all right, here we go. Best oh my god moment of the first half of the year. For me, I, I think it's a slam dunk, no-brainer. And this is something that happened outside of the ring, was Vinnie Mac selling 51% to Endeavor. WWE, UFC merger is huge. It's going to go public in the late 2023. That's the biggest story of the year. Nobody thought he would do it. He did it. He's back. He's the boss again. That's my, oh, my God, moment of the year so far, because that's huge. Like, yeah, I, I got to. I, I had that. 
I, I had the same one for you outside the ring, but inside the ring, I went with Sami Zayn turning on Roman. Okay, if I got to pick my inside the ring, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Ricochet jumping from rope to rope. At the Rumble. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. So we yeah. have outside the ring. Let's just uh, summarize this very quickly. Outside of the ring, Vinny selling WWE, which is probably the biggest story of the year. Oh, yeah. uh, inside the ring, you have Logan and Ricochet, who are probably going to fight at SummerSlam. Be an amazing um, That's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. And I went with Sammy turning on Roman. Yeah. All right. Best promotion, I think. Do you want to say it together or? Yeah. <laughs> WWE. Brand, international yeah. Brand. WWE, uh, 100%. Um, the NFL se- wrestling. Right. So, second place, I went with New Japan. Third place, sure. I went with AEW. And then fourth, Impact, just because of reach, just because of. WWE, AEW, New Japan, Impact. But yeah. I went, New, I went New Japan just because I feel that New Japan does a lot more. You know, I don't know. I just, I, I like New Japan That's a good. lot more. Um, all right, let's keep going. So, this is where I think you pick AEW and I go in a different direction. Best yeah. broad, best broadcasting team, AEW, hands down. I think it's not even close. The WWE commentating, I think, is the weakest it's ever been. I don't like Wade Barrett's voice, I don't think he's got a voice for commentating. I like what he says, I just don't like how it sounds. Tony Schiavone, Taz, Excalibur, the whole crew at AEW, best commentating in all of wrestling. You and Jim um, Ross. I know he's injured. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I have nothing against any of the teams, but to be fair, man, I mean, maybe I'm a bit of a homer, but you know, I do like Michael Cole and and Corey Graves when they're doing the pay per views. Um, never liked Michael Cole's voice. There's something about it doesn't feel special to me. Like you know, when you hear Jim Ross, you hear Bob. No, I get Cole, it. Like, oh my god, this is amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Michael Cole's like a regular guy to me. That's me though. Yeah, no, I mean, it's good. I get it. I, I mean, I like my favorites. I like people, you know, from back in the day and what have you as well. But at the same time, it just, I, I, I think I just accept what's in front of me because if I focus too much on that, then I'm taking away from the show. So, no, but know, like when I hear Cole's voice, it doesn't feel special to me. It just feels like a regular dude with a regular. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's I mean, good, though. for me, I, I like. I said, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, yeah. Um, I, I like those guys. I do like Excalibur. I would love to see, mm-hmm. you know, Excalibur on WWE would be amazing. They would uh, never let him- Never let him come. Vince would never let him call me with that mask on. No, <laughs> no, no, no. It's just gimmick though, right? But yeah. he used to be a masked wrestler anyway. So yeah. Um, all right. Well, I, I guess we've already talked about you know the top story of the year. Yeah. Both in agreement with Vinnie Mac buying mm-hmm. or selling WWE. That's pretty simple. Overall thoughts then. That's pretty much it. Some twists and turns, man. Twists and turns. the company. You didn't see. Some of these oh my god moments Logan Paul's having with the Ricochet, their chemistry is unbelievable. If they have a match at SummerSlam, I know Ricochet said, come face me at Raw next week. He probably will. If they go down at SummerSlam, I'm almost guaranteeing that'll be the best match tonight, at least for spots and moves. Those I guys agree. are athletic. They're unbelievable, their talent. Well, we're I mean, yeah. SummerSlam is five weeks away. Where well, is SummerSlam? You know, Ford sure Ford Field in uh Detroit. Oh, nice. Home of the Lions. They're going to get a good crowd in there. Oh, they're going to have a great card. I mean, thinking, looking at the card already, from what we understand, I know we are probably going to get Ricochet Paul. That's one match. You're probably going to get Cody. Cody, that's two. You're probably going to get Becky versus um, Trish. That's three. That's big. And so, so yeah, Brock and that and what have you. And then probably Drew versus Gunther. That's four. 
So, I mean, already... What, Rollins and Priest? Um, No, because he's got I the briefcase, not. right? He's got the yeah. briefcase, right? So Maybe Rollins did... and Balor again? I mean, it could be potential. Let's see. I mean, there is dissension in the bloodline, right? So, I mean... Yeah. Oh, sorry, pardon me, in, in Judgment Day. Um, You know, I'm looking forward to the second half of the year. We We got... I mean, basically, now we're looking at the SummerSlam Survivor Series coming up. And basically, SummerSlam, I always maintain this. If you want to know what's going to happen at WrestleMania, everything starts to shape after SummerSlam, yes. in my opinion, right? So SummerSlam is going to be an interesting show because it's going to tell us a lot about what's going to happen as we get closer to the end of the year. But on that note, man, I tell you what, I think I think we wrapped it up here. We we got Very it cool. all in a bag. We're I don't think we need to talk about Raw or, or what's going on today. We'll just no, leave we'll it hit that up next week. We'll hit that up next week. Money in the and, bank. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh. just a note to everybody, next week we will be in Seattle Monday and Tuesday for the All-Star Game. So that being said, we have a very special interview for you guys on Tuesday that we will release for the episode. Uh, we, we had the pleasure of sitting down with one of the premier lady uh, performers in the in, in the Canadian side of things anyways yep. uh, Kat Von Hees she was grateful to join us uh, on Sunday night so we'll have that interview for you guys next Tuesday so you guys can uh, enjoy it. it it was great uh, a lot I of insight know, I didn't even know she was a singer so that was interesting yeah I just found it all in my research man this girl she has overcome um, with weight issues and everything else that this, this yeah. poor you know, person's dealt with the rejection, the constant rejection. I and mean, that kind of sucks. You would think coaches especially would want to help. You'd think so. You would think so, right? Um, but she found her way through bodybuilding and through 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 singing. And if that wasn't enough, she got hit by a car a couple of times and hit by a truck. But you know what? The girl didn't give up. Right? Perseverance, perseverance. So guys, make sure you to check that out. But Chad, really you cool. got anything? Got anything? Top five? Anything? I do, yeah. What are the top five stories that you want to see play out for the rest of the year? Oh, that's a great question. Mm-hmm. Top five stories. I like to see what EO does with that money yeah. in the bank. Um, kind of lingering around Rhea Ripley last night on Raw was kind of cool. I yeah. kind of like to see how that plays out. Um, that That's a good story. I want to see how Bianca and the street profits play out because we're starting to see little hints of a heel turn with Bianca. Um, You know, that was pretty evident in what she did on Friday night at SmackDown. So I'm kind of curious to see how that plays out because they've been talking about that for a while and with them all losing as much as they are now, it's due time to turn them. And I think they'll be awesome as heels as a heel faction. Um, So I'm looking forward to that. Well, we all know that Roman has finally been pinned after three and a half or was it two and a half years? Two and a half. Two and a half years, right? So I'm really curious to see how this is all going to play out. You're probably going to get Jay versus Roman at SummerSlam maybe for for the title. I I think, look, ultimately at the end of the day, when it all plays out for that story, Roman's not losing the title. No, no. If he's going to lose that belt, it's going to probably end up happening after Mania, right? He'll lose at Russell. 40 after 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 because like i said you're so close to hogan's record i mean it seems so far away but this is probably the closest anyone's going to get to kind of breaking that yeah you're not going to touch bruno you're not going to touch uh backland you just can't 
we don't he's live gonna in break hogan's of... record with about half the impact hogan had on the scene you know what I mean? well, like... well, well that's the thing right you know and when or when hogan had that title for that long it was organic it wasn't considered to be oh a race against time the way they're doing yeah. it with Roman, it was a... right you couldn't take it from him. Right? Yeah, love right, right. So I'm interested in seeing how the bloodline story plays out now, considering that he did lose, how yeah. that's going to happen. Uh, according to what I understand, there's a tribunal this week on SmackDown. Uh, they're taking him to court. So let's see. <laughs> um, number, that's three, right? Yeah. Yeah, right. So the fourth one I'm really, really interested in seeing is the story of Cody Rhodes and how it plays out. Now, we're probably not going to get the ending of this story until Mania. Um, that being said, if that's the case, then Roman probably will drop the titles at Mania because I think Cody takes it this time at 40. At 40, yeah. And, and it's going to be London, right? No. Uh, no 41's no, in London. No, 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 no. It hasn't been announced for 41 yet. Uh, 40, 40's in uh, Philly. Philly. I thought John Cena came out of Money in the Bank and announced WrestleMania. No, 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 no. He didn't announce it. They were gauging it. Oh, I see. Okay. His whole purpose was to come out feel it. and engage it and feel it out. Uh, the chances of him doing a WrestleMania five years ago, everyone never, never even would have been considered, right? WrestleMania is a hard one to do, though. It's yeah. tough. It's a tough one to pull off because, yeah, you will have a global reach, but are you going to alienate your number one market, which America. is North America? Yeah. Right? I mean, okay. Uh, Money in the Bank at at one o'clock in the afternoon isn't bad. It's great. I didn't mind it. I have no problem with that. But WrestleMania on two days on a weekend—that's tough. Yeah, right? you got to be careful with that. Yeah, you're looking at one o'clock to four o'clock. It's springtime. The weather's starting to get good. People are starting to journey outside. You're going to lose a lot of people yeah. on this side. And you got hockey and basketball at that time too, so you got to be careful. You got to be careful. Yeah. But if there is one place, and the other thing is, it's like the other reason they're gauging it is because what WWE does now is they charge the places they're going to for the premium live events. Puerto Rico paid a million dollars to have backlash. Them come there, yeah. To have them come there, right? Most of these cities that have WrestleMania pay the WWE a fee for them to come in. Because all the money going to bring the economy, the hotels, the restaurants. Well, you, that's the gamble, right? Okay, you guys come in, and now we hope to make that back, plus we can make some revenue back on top of that in terms of local tourism and everything. Yeah. Um, but London, but London, they don't charge London. Do it for free? They have to. Even if they wanted to charge London, London could tell them to fuck off because they are the number one tourist attraction destination in the world, Right. Puerto Rico did it because they want to get that tourism in. People yeah, who want to come from the outside, right? England, London does not need to pay for summer for 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 any of the big four. They yeah. don't need to be fair, they don't need WWE that way. No, no, I hear you. My house, my family's home is 5 minutes away from Heathrow Airport in essence. Right? It's about a 15 minute drive, but I mean, if you're flying yeah. over it, you're you're 5 minutes away, right? So, so, so basically what you're looking at is planes coming over your house every 30 seconds. That's, that's a lot of noise, man. You get used to it. Yeah, you get you used to it. it. You don't even realize it. Uh, from, from 7 in the morning till about 10 o'clock at night, guaranteed 30 seconds to a minute, there's a plane coming. Wow. Right? Yeah, all over the world. So, yeah. so based on all of that, I mean, that's just why they probably, you know, they wouldn't charge them. But by sending out John Cena, getting the crowd reaction they are, 
they're you probably know. gonna say, hey, listen, hey, they really want it here. So what about it? You know what I mean? Could be. Could be. Let's see what they do. Let's see what they do. All right, chance. On that, right. let's wrap this episode up. Uh, everyone, please be safe. Have a great week ahead, and we will talk to you guys soon. On that note, my name is Bobby Sampson. I am joined with my man, Mr. Chance Michaels. In the words of the great ACDC, those that download, like, subscribe, and share the podcast, we salute you. We do salute you. And in the words of the, in the oh, pardon me, in the words of the infamous Ed Whalen, in the meantime and in between time, that's it for Sam and Chance, everybody. We will talk to you soon.